Welcome to Inside the Journal podcast. My name is Jordan Tadero, and I will be your host. What a powerful thing it is to see the world from another person's perspective. This journal will encapsulate the vulnerability of being human. It is a platform where I explore and express perspectives on health, well-being, emotionality, and above all, what it means to be human. And to quote Viktor E. Frankl, challenging the meaning of life is the truest expression of the state of being human. We all need to challenge our meaning for life, to find our unique expression that is our life. So if you're hearing this, I hope it helps. I'll see you inside the journal. Thank you for joining me inside the journal. If you are hearing this, it's probably because like me, you feel a longing to connect and understand another human being. Like me, you realize there is something that innately connects us. Something that you maybe haven't been able to locate or understand before. Something that you've always felt but could never express. I hope that maybe after hearing this, you might be able to understand it. I believe that above all, the very thing that draws us together, the very thing that connects us, is that we are all human beings. Let me explain what I mean by that. So the first point I have written in my journal is just that, that we are all human beings. And it's so obvious that it shouldn't really need to be stated, but it does. I think we often forget that we are human beings, that we're all just doing the best with the tools we've been given and the tools we've acquired over our lives. Regardless of our social status, financial backing, political standpoint, or independent beliefs, we all feel the same emotions, or have at one point or another. We've all felt the spectrum of love, hate, and everything in between. We all long to be loved and long to love. And that's what being human is, developing that relationship with all those parts of ourselves, with the love, with the hate, with the despair, with the judgments and the criticisms of ourselves and others. It's just about relating to one another. And I feel fortunate enough in in the short time that I've been alive to have experienced a very vast spectrum of emotions that I've had a lot of personal experiences that have showed me the true elation of life and the crushing despair and heartbreak. And I think it's really given me a perspective to see that that's what life is about. And if we're willing to embrace it, embrace those hurt, embrace the the heartache, embrace the love, embrace the joy and excitement, rather than turning away from it. Then we can integrate into a whole human being. And it's a lifelong process. I don't think we ever fully achieve or attain a certain state of bliss or enlightenment. I think we naturally continuously seek to evolve those parts of ourselves and sometimes we can get really caught up in our lives and we get really caught up in those differing beliefs that we have 
And we forget that most fundamental aspect is that we are all human. That me speaking this and you listening to this at some point in our lives have felt hurt, have felt betrayal, have betrayed someone, have loved someone, have been loved. And in the end, here we are. All those experiences stored in our bodies, some still untouched. Some still may hurt us and we still shy away from them. But others we've accepted, others we've embraced and we've let them go. So that's what it's about, realizing that we are all the same and that we genuinely are here to all help each other and ourselves. The next point I have in my journal I cried watching a trending video of one stranger gift another stranger money. And the person receiving the money didn't know how they were going to pay rent for that week. The stranger giving the money had no idea that that was the case. And I just thought how amazing humanity is, especially at this point in time. There's a lot of division. There's a lot of judgments. There's a lot of criticism and there's a lot of separation between two parts of humanity. And if you were like me, recently you've been caught up in that and you forgot that there is still such a vast, beautiful part of humanity there. And though it might be covered by this smoke of distraction and anger and frustration and crisis in the world but it's there it's never truly ever lost it's never ever gone if history has shown us one thing is the fate of human spirit will always push through and at its most core essence it is one human wanting to help another human being and when enough individual human beings do that, that creates a collective ripple, a collective shift. And that's enough to change the world. That's enough to change a crisis. It's enough to shift into a whole new life. My next point in my journal is that we are not perfect. Yesterday, as I was driving, I judged someone as I drove past them. Immediately. It wasn't even a conscious thought, it was an immediate judgment. And I think we all do this daily, whether we like to admit that we do or not. But I judged them, and as I drove past, I thought about why I'd judged them. I didn't criticize myself. I didn't call myself a name for judging them. I just paid attention to the judgment. And what I discovered in that judgment was that it was just because they had a differing belief to me. But again, strip away that belief, that external shell or container, the essence of that human being, 
given the tools that they have, the information that they've acquired, the wisdom that they've gained, they are doing what they feel is best for them, what they feel is right, and most of all, what makes them feel safe. Now, I'm doing what I feel is safe for me, what is right for me with my tools and my knowledge that I've gained. Is that enough to see us as two separate, different people? And I think we do this often. I mean, every day we, we walk past people and we have differing beliefs and opinions. And that's what also makes us human. That's what helps the world grow. It draws inspiration and creativity. And that's what's exciting about finding new friends or new partners is they offer a different perspective to what you already have. And if you're willing to let go of your rigid structured belief, you can really grow and evolve with them or from them. My next point is about love languages. We all have different love languages, just like we all have different beliefs in the world. Some people's love language might be through gift giving. Some people may have learned that their love language is offering money and that's their support. Through others, it's in writing, it's in affection. And of course there's crossover. And if you're like me, my parents are divorced. And they are very pole opposites in the way they show their love and their love language. Partially the reason I suppose their marriage didn't work is because they were too different. And the similarities of their love languages didn't cross over enough. And for many of our parents, they're only doing what they knew that their parents showed them. That's all they know. It's the only way they know how to give their love. And for a long time, I battled with that. I challenged it. I didn't accept it. But now I've come to a point of understanding. Understanding that point that they are doing the best they can. That besides the fact that their love language is unique and different, they are offering their love. They are giving their heart to your heart. Take away the material way in which it's done. It is one heart reaching out to another heart saying, I love you. This is the way I know how to love you. And I think in the world, we've had this great deception and separation from that key point, from the point that it's just one heart's reaching out to another. And if we allowed ourselves to step back and see that as a window of opportunity into someone's most pure nature, we can really begin to understand them as a human being. And if we can let go of our judgments and criticisms and our own highly strung needs or ideas of how we should or think we should receive love, we can really open our arms to another, to a stranger and to our parents. And we can really heal 
relationships. Not only within ourselves, within our family, and within the collective of humanity. And my next point in the journal (laughs) is a thought that I often think, and it's one that if it were to come true, I think we'd all be terrified. So it's that if we all had our thoughts exposed to the public, we'd all be terrified. Now, I want you to think about that for a second. If your thoughts that circulate inside your head were open on a screen to everyone that passed by you, how would you feel? Now, at the moment of hearing that, your palms might get sweaty. Your heart might elevate a little. You might be a little bit short of breath. Naturally so. But again... I think if that happened, we would all realize that we are very, very similar. And imagine if all of your secrets were exposed to the public. If all of everyone's secrets were exposed to the public. Would there anything that we would feel shameful of or guilty of? Now, that might cause chaos in society. But for a moment, think about it and realize that there is probably hundreds, if not thousands of people that you either know or that live around you that have very similar secrets. Whether they're very minor or extreme, they are there. And I think just entertaining that train of thought can really open up our perspective and really recognize that we may not be so different to our neighbor. The person that we may have fought with in high school or on the streets or disagreed with in the line in the supermarket, we might actually realize that we might be both going through the same thing. And especially right now, with the current climate in the world, we might realize that we are all equally frustrated for the very same reason. Again, there are polarized opinions on how to handle this situation, but in its essence of the emotion, we're all feeling the same way. We all feel that fear. We all feel the injustice. And we all sure as hell feel the frustration and the angst of not being able to move freely or what we would normally do. And I think these moments can give us that opportunity to realize that there is that similarity. And if there's one thing to take away from listening to this episode is recognizing that we have more similarities than we may think. And if there's someone on your mind that has done you wrong or someone that you've had a disagreement with or someone you just don't like, just for a moment, think about maybe the things that they might be going through, the secrets that they may be holding in and feeling really guilty or shameful of, or maybe they're just feeling really hurt. Whatever the case, 
there's always room to see a similarity in another person. And there's always the opportunity to see someone as another human being. So that's all I have for the journal today. As always, I hope you've received something from this and you've been able to take away a different message or perspective that you didn't originally have. And I hope some of those points give you something to think about for the future. So thanks again for listening. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Jordan Sodero. And I look forward to seeing you guys in the next episodes.